Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, boy. Love hearing that. If we played that before we ran out on the field every time. And now, something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say what? No, 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 no. no. It's pronounced Jordan. Yes! Yes! This is Shug Jaden, football coach of the Auburn Tigers. It's pronounced Jordan. Jeremy Henderson, Rich Perkins. Back when we were at Auburn. That's right. Jeremy of the War Eagle Reader. Yours truly, a ride in a Jeep.com. You can catch us weekdays on Wings 94.3. But this is our time. This, this is, is our Rich. time this down is, here. This is Rich and Jeremy time. And that all ends once we go up Troy's bucket. It's a Goonies <laughs> reference. Okay. Have you you've never seen the Goonies? I've never even you? seen it. I know. There's some movies that I know. I'm thinking like Rich probably at the time of, in his life would have thought himself too cool or something like that. Like, I, oh, maybe the Goonies is more of like a kid's movie. All or right. So the Goonies was what? 85? Yeah. So I was 16 at the time. You probably would have thought it was a, you know, younger kid. I mean, it was a teen-ish movie. In right. a sense, there was a teen, several teens, actually. I didn't get out much, no, you quite didn't. frankly. Well, so it, it, I wouldn't recommend it. I watched okay. it again the other day, and it's kind of weird, actually. Yeah. Some weird scenes, frankly, kind of disturbing. Okay. But it was it felt good at the time. <laughs> like that's a lot all of, I cared about. Like a lot of things in life feels <laughs> good at the time. A lot of felt good at the time. A lot of things in life feel good at the time. When you revisit, eh, maybe not so much. Look at this <laughs> leg over here. I tell you what. You're looking sometimes, sexy, I know. Man. I'm looking good. Uh, Rich, today, you know, uh, the whole point of the IPJ, <laughs> today we're going to talk about body types. Yes! No, no, not really. Oh, dang. I was doing that with the leg thing. Oh. Well, we are going to talk about other things, though. Really? So there's, I'll make, I'll make it up to you. Okay. Uh, you know, that whole point of it's pronounced Jordan is getting to the heart and the root of things, Auburn history-wise. Yes. You will know the truth. The truth will set you free. Yes. We've talked a little bit about this, and it's not as if it's some sort of scandalous, oh, my gosh, are you serious kind of a deal. But oh, um, I'm always interested in oh, the please. the roots of Auburn. For, oh, no, no. We're please not, we're not going there. Please tell me it's something. But it's not. It's not. It's It's, it's interesting. It's interesting, and it's something we need to reckon with as a people. Okay. Okay. But it's not Pat Dye's pants on a lake? No, not yet. No, 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 no. Dang it. We will get to that, though. That's good. That's going to be something. I'm glad you reminded me. No, I will say that I have talked to somebody with intimate knowledge of what I deem the greatest football story ever, frankly. Because we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary oh of, the, of the revelation. Just, and uh, I'm working on the, what I hope to be the best story of my life. Amazing. But uh, uh, we're, we're talking literally the, the, the roots, roots, roots of Auburn. Almost the roots of the roots of Auburn football. Okay? Is this the seed before This the is the root? seed before the plant. Right. Because we imagine. This, you know, is this the pollen? This is pre-Petri. <laughs> wow. Pre-Petri, as I call it. <laughs> Pre-Petri? Pre-Petri Auburn football. Yes, Rich. I didn't know that such a, such thing, a thing exists. I had existed. no idea. Right? No, it did. That's 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 kind of this weird thing because we imagine Papa Petrie, sure. the father of Auburn football, yeah, coming uh, from John Hopkins. He had been here a year. I think he got here like in eighteen ninety or something like that. Right? He was here a year, and then he went to grad school at John Hopkins up in I think Maryland. Right? Yeah. 
and uh, Balt- Baltimore, Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. And learns whatever whatever he learns, and then we imagine the scene of him coming back, holding you know, getting off the train, holding up a football, everyone bowing down and embracing this new religion, submitting to baptism, the pigskin, and we we go and we challenge Georgia and we win, and boom, you know, sure. we're out of the womb, we're we're doing great things. That's we're, canon. That's canon, and it's not as if that that didn't happen. Per se, but we imagine it like him, you know, uh, 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 that the grounds were fertile, right? The, or, or, or the sowing the seed, but it had already been plowed. My, what my, am I saying my here? image of that is that he gets off the train with said football, and everybody in some kind of Indiana Jones, yeah, exactly, uh, and Raiders of the Lost Ark, the opening season where the guy holds up the idol head, and, right. and everybody, all the Alabama rubes, yeah, you know, all of us here in Auburn, <gasps> yeah, we had never heard of this thing, right? Exactly, and that's the thing. Football is a, is a term as a number one. It's being played up north and uh, the Midwest. Some and it's been played. They they technically say the first game. A lot of people count the first game as this 1869. Basically, just you know, kill the man with the ball. Uh, smear with the, you know, <laughs> kill the man with the ball. Sure. Uh, uh, between yeah, I Princeton, say, no. I don't think you can say. Smear. Times are different, Rich. Yeah, you used to be able to say smear the queer. Yeah, but you, you can't, can't anymore. You can't say smear can't, the queer anymore. You can't say that. No. Uh, but that used to be a thing, and and uh, but it was basically that, right? Uh, between Princeton and Rutgers, right? And Rutgers, <laughs> believe it or not, actually won, right? <laughs> And, and and then the Ivy Leagues, the Big Three, then the Big Four, you know, in the I 1880s, say, 1890s. I say, Charles, right, do, you, do right. you have the ball? Right. They're all running around with their pinky in the air, you know. And uh, so. I don't that, know, Winston. I'm not sure. But the rules were very much, right. they weren't, they weren't the, you know, the, the way you even played it, the, the, the shape of the ball and everything. It was sure. much this primordial kind of thing that began to develop. Uh, the the whole idea of like a, a line of scrimmage separating it from more of a rugby, but it was it was even like more. A lot of people almost consider the 1869 thing like the first soccer game too, right. because it was yeah. played more, mostly with like an association, which is what they called association football, is what they called soccer. We we called it like that. That's what it was called over there, and then we started to call or they. It's, it's, I'm I'm getting off. I'm getting I'm sidetracking here, but the point is that. This kind of primordial pigskin thing, which John Heisman, maybe you've heard of him, uh, when he talks about his roots of sure. football and what he was learning and going to Brown and then going to uh, Penn, um, was was when he was first playing it, like in high school, and and it was very much this. You didn't you didn't pick it up. It was mostly just like uh, uh, um, kicking the ball, and it, but it wasn't like soccer per se. But it was just, but they, they called it football. I mean, there was a reason it was called football for the longest time. It was because it was much more of like a kicking game. Right, you and get it, it was, and kick it downfield. Yeah, like, like quasi-rugby, this weird just kind of amalgam, making rules up on the fly. But they called it this thing. And it, obviously, it was at, at greater stages of development in different areas and different sure. schools. He sure. gets there and the whole idea of signals and, and actual plays as opposed to just like a scrum and you're running at things kind of a deal. Well, that scene... That he describes, um, according to an alum, an Auburn grad in eighteen who graduated in eighteen eighty eight. So it's not like he's just off a few years in this recollection. Wait, so you actually got an interview with this guy? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, amazing, yeah. Jeremy. Yeah, no, he's a hundred and ninety eight. <laughs> That's yeah. unbelievable. No, no, and still in a many weight loss. <laughs> I mean, it, it will do wonders. Way to get the sponsor in, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> C W Ashcraft. 
What a name. What? How many science fiction novels did this guy write? (laughs) From Florence. C.W. Ashcraft. Right. So this is in like 19... You have to be careful when you say it. Yeah. (laughs) It could be be a typo for all I know. You have to be careful. Because, dude, that's only a couple of letters away from ass crack. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's true. Ashcraft. Right. Ashcraft. Ashcraft. He is talking and some sort of speech to the for, the uh, Lauderdale County Alumni Club or something back in, I think, like the 20s or their teens or something. Uh-huh. And he describes uh, it. I'm going to this. I'm just going to read this story here. It's related by Mr. Ashcraft in 1888 when the historic and first game of Auburn's spectacular football career was played. OK, you hear 1888. Oh, wait, that's. Yeah, three it, years. We, we, 1892, Petrie formed 18. the Orange and Blue. Uh, this is four years. Four years. For, well, prior. well, the thing is, Petrie came back in 1891. We technically had a team in 91. We were looking right. for games in 91. Right. That's what I remember. That's happen. why I said three years. Right. Yeah. Which is why, which is why the you know the the, the first game because I Georgia learned was at the foot of the master and in the Jeremy Henderson School of Knowledge for Auburn. I, I've always learned that the real impetus was in 1891. Now I'm learning that there there was even something prior to that. Right. And a lot of it, in, first, by the way, carry on, my good and faithful servant. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was staged on the main campus in front of the main building when no trees were growing at the time. No rules were observed and there were no officials. Timekeepers were not necessary because nothing was thought about quarters and halves. Uh, even in football itself at the time, there were no quarters like in uh, an organized right. game. Uh, only the teams and the ball were present. Uh, here it is the way Mr. Ashcraft disguised, disguised that there were 181 students in college. We chipped into the extent of a dime per head and bought a ball. At the appointed time, we lined up in a single columns with 90 on one side and 91 on the other. Is that 18? Wait, that's 18 dollars. I guess is so. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, from Spalding, more than likely. <laughs> from Spalding. No, I mean, seriously, that's what it was. From Spalding in Atlanta is probably where they bought the thing. Now, that first game between Princeton and whatever, it was like 50-something to a side, I think. It wasn't like an 11. I mean, there were a lot of dudes out there running around trying to kill each other. So you're telling me there were 90 guys? Oh, and then 91 on one side. Unfair advantage, big time. <laughs> you talk about the 12th man on the field. This, there was that, the 91th I was, man. I was playing with the 91st man on the field. In all in all fairness, uh, his name was Llewellyn, and <laughs> he was really more of a glorified water boy than anything else. Yeah, no, he wasn't a factor in the game. No. Rudy's grandfather yeah. that was what I understand. <laughs> Neither side had a or the lines were straight and about ten yards apart with the ball in the middle. Neither side had a captain, but by unanimous consent, the play ball signal was given. Both side both lines rushed forward. Those in kicking distance of the ball kicked it, and those unable to gain access to the ball went after their opponents. Now, wait a minute. Now, now see, I, hang on. I like this idea. What he's describing, what I'm seeing in my mind, is that the ball's in the middle of the field. Yeah, uh-huh. The teams are about 10 yards apart. Right. And they rush to get to the ball. I think that's how they should start football games now. Don't do a coin toss. That would be something. You get your four fastest yeah, like guys, put them on the 20 yard, uh, they're each on their 20 yard line. You put uh, the ball at the 50. The ref blows the whistle, and there's a sprint to get control of the ball. Right. And whoever gets control of the ball and comes out of the resulting scrum with the ball, 
That would be fun. That that team gets the ball and then lines up on the 50-yard line. and That and sounds like some XFL kind of action. Doesn't that like sound it. awesome? No, I do like it. Now, so he goes on and says people get sore and it's, you know, kicking shins and everything, and it's pretty sore around campus Shin for kickers? a while. Yeah, yeah, they're getting kicked uh, every which way. Frankly, Petrie later actually references he, – he references this uh, culture – Actually, when he's describing pre, so you're sitting there thinking maybe maybe Ashcraft has the dementia or something, and he's just imagining something. But number one, he graduated in 1888, so it's not like he would have been there years later. And he's like just you know getting a year these years right. mixed up. And also, we have like details of this thing in in the 30s when Petrie was asked by the alumni uh, magazine uh, as it w- were was at the time. Um, that to kind of talk about his early days, he essentially describes this kind of a thing. He's like, out of this kind of uh, um, a pre-rugby game, you know, football was born. So it's like the field had already been, it wasn't just fertile for football, it had already been tilled. And he actually goes on, I don't have the quote in front of me, but basically describes a couple of uh, crotch shots uh, that this some of the guys were pe- dealing with. This is why you wear a cup when you play football. This is, he's basically saying there were a lot of sore shins and dot, 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 other areas. This is this is Papa Petrie talking, right? Um, I mean, can you imagine? Well, you don't want a penis punch. I'm just saying. <laughs> can saying. you imagine? Just getting that. Now, you're sitting here thinking like, okay, is this guy, and this is also like just Auburn and Auburn, right? Right. It's kind of like just some sort of intramural-ish type deal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's a story from the teens by an unnamed Auburn alum speaking at something, some, some you know, confab or something, right, at the Atlanta Athletic Club. You ready for this? I remember the first year they introduced the rugby game at Auburn. It was in 1891. So it's like the rugby game versus the soccer game, but it was still all in it's the all minds kind of, of people. It was football and was just the, the rules thing. developed every right. year. Sure. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we had been playing before that we'd been playing with the old regulation association football perfectly round. Well, one afternoon, everybody brought the new brand out on the field. Every time we kicked it, the egg shaped affair would bound every way, but the expected one. So they were actually just running around like on the ground, trying to kick an actual football or rugby style football, like a soccer ball. Be like, what the hell? Where's he going? What the, what is this? I said, kick it over here, Charles. (laughs) We couldn't catch it, kick it, or handle it after playing with the round one and started to give up in disgust. Nobody thought that the new this football... This game sucks, George! <laughs> Nobody thought that the new game would last more uh, than a season. Uh, later on that season... Now listen to this. This is 1891. Okay? Right. Now keep in mind. Now I don't know who this guy is. I can't check his credentials. Right. But uh, this is 1891. Later on that season, we tackled Sewanee. So you're telling me that before 92, I, Auburn, I actually, Auburn actually played some type of organized foot, what was then considered football against another team, I, which, which at the time became a powerhouse. A powerhouse, but in, in, in very quickly. They, see, they started their season. They had their first organized games in 1891 against Tennessee and Vanderbilt, right? So listen to this. So we uh, – there were uh, – we. We had Sewanee beaten, or wait, wait, okay. Later on that season, we tackled Sewanee, and the game was played in an open lot with the crowd lined up on either side. There were no chalk marks or any field laid off. So this is, sounds like this is describing a different same thing. thing. Yeah, but I mean, like this, yeah, same right. thing. But like, because that guy was talking about chalk lines. We had Sewanee beaten until right after the close. Uh, one of their, or right at the close, one of their men grabbed up the ball and ran clean around the crowd, making a touchdown. We kicked all right, and the game broke up, protested. And the game broke up right there, but it was accounted against us 
the game has certainly grown since then. Now, I have found no record of wow. any kind of anything. Auburn wasn't keeping really any kind of school, really, you know, publication sure, records at sure. the time, nor was Sawani. Um, I haven't found anything to verify this, but this guy's giving details. He's yeah. giving a thing. Yeah. And and it would seem weird because 1891, Sawani is counting organized games. Sure. But we didn't meet Sawani until 1894. Four, right? And it yeah. wasn't on the first. The first game. That Sidebar: we, It's scary that I knew that 1894 was the first time. That, that is kind of scary. Now, now, don't kill me. It's it's either not it's it's 93 or 94. Uh, but but they we and we definitely didn't meet him on the campus. This guy's describing a game on the campus, right? I think I think he is right. Nobody thought we would see you in an open lot with the crowd. Um, I don't know. I guess it could have been up there. I guess because he doesn't technically say this. But at the same time, there's no rule. I doubt we, well, if they were more organized, they could have come here. The tram, I don't know. And this guy could have been, but all I know is the first game on our campus wasn't until I think like 96. Okay. But I, all of it was this Georgia to Tech say, in 96. But all of this to say that in eight, 18, 1888 and then definitely and then I mean not definitely I don't know exactly what's happening here but this guy seems to have a chronology in his head about the game being introduced in 91 and him so, saying later that season and it says an old star all right so wait a minute so in 88 Petrie wasn't here yet right I don't know I don't think and he kind of describes in this alumni thing he describes kind of showing up and seeing the boys run around um, you know, in, in, in the field, this is, this is one of the things for, for, this is Petrie. Now this right. is Petrie, the guy who supposedly again, shows up and like reveals this thing and like, Aww. right. Football was first played at Auburn as a mass game on the front campus. Half of the college boys trying to kick the ball one way and half the other. It was entirely a kicking game. No hands were put on the ball. And believe me, there was a fierce time in the confusion. Many a kick missed the ball and, oh, dot, 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 and landed elsewhere. <laughs> Out of this regular scene of confusion emerged Auburn football. You know what's funny is I got this quote on this story that I wrote years ago. I got this quote from the alumni magazine, right? I now realize that the quote I saw with the dot, dot, dots was actually in a newspaper story. The alumni magazine took out the dot, dot, dots. Oh. They apparently didn't think that, uh, thought that was a bit too bawdy. <sighs> Little too risque, you know the dot, the ellipses, or as we like to call it, a little too real. Wow, that's all I'm saying. Take what it for what it's worth. A revelation. You interpreted the miry muck of football, 1888, my friends. Yeah, it was already. That's the concept amazing. was here. That's incredible. It's not like Petrie was. I think we invented the game. It's pronounced Jordan, Jeremy Henderson, the Warrior Reader, Rich Perkins, a ride in a Jeep.com. Catch us weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Wings 94.3 online at wingsfm.com. War Eagle, everybody.